Hello, my name is John. I'm going to share some thoughts on baptism. So why is baptism important? First of all, we're going to look at what baptism actually is, then at what it symbolises, and also finally look in the Bible and see who was baptised and when. Hopefully all this will help us to decide whether or not we need to be baptised, or maybe if we have already been baptised, to think again about how we felt and responded at the time. What is baptism? Without going into too many technical details, the word that is translated baptism or baptised in the New Testament is the same word as people used if they were going to dye their clothes a different colour. It is actually the word meaning to completely immerse in whatever liquid you are using. The word is baptizo, which is where we get our word baptise from. Baptism is therefore full immersion in water. That's what the word means. There are a few passages in the New Testament which describe the way baptism was done. The easiest to understand is that of the baptism of the Ethiopian eunuch in Acts 8. The eunuch has been to Jerusalem to worship and is on his way back home in his chariot. As he travels, he is reading from Isaiah 53. Philip meets him on the road, sees what he is reading and asks whether he understands what he is reading. Isaiah 53 is a prophecy of Jesus, so Philip then explains what it all means and teaches him all about Jesus and the kingdom of God from the Old Testament, which the eunuch had in his hand. He obviously mentioned baptism as he was talking, because as they travelled, they came to a lake or a river. And the eunuch says, look, here's some water. What's stopping me from being baptised? So Philip says, if you believe, then yes, you can be. And the Bible tells us that they went down into the water and came back out of it. So we can see that both went down into the water so that the eunuch could be fully immersed in the water. That was his baptism. You may also remember that Jesus was baptised by John the Baptist. All four Gospels tell us that Jesus was baptised, but Matthew and Mark both give us slightly more detail and say that Jesus went up out of the water after he was baptised. So Jesus too must have gone down into the water to where John was standing so that he could be completely immersed in water. Baptism is always a complete immersion in water. This may make us stop and think a bit, especially if we were christened in the church when we were young. Being christened usually involves a church minister sprinkling water on the baby's forehead and then the child is said to be a member of the church. However, this method is not found in the Bible at all. Nowhere do we read of this happening to a child or even to an adult. Churches christening their children, churches christen their children because they want to make them members of the church as soon as they are born, fearing that should they die an early death, they would not be saved. 
They also sometimes quote passages of scripture which say that people and all their household were baptised and say that that must include children. But the Bible never says children were baptised. So christening a child is not found in the Bible. What does baptism symbolise? So if you understand that baptism means completely immersed in water, we might wonder why we do this. What is the point? And why does God ask us to? For this, we need to look at Romans chapter 6. In this letter to the church at Rome, Paul explains to the members what baptism means. In verse 4, he says that we were buried with him in baptism. If you think about it, if you stayed under the water when you were being baptised, you would very soon die, wouldn't you? So what Paul is saying is that when we are baptised, we are in a symbolic way being buried. But why would we want to be buried? Paul goes on to explain. We were buried with him, that's Jesus, in baptism, just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. For we know that our old self was crucified with him, so that the body of sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves to sin, but count yourselves dead to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus. In other words, when we are baptised, our past sins and our old way of life, in effect, die. And when we come back out of the water, we are raised to a new life, alive to God in Christ Jesus. We have become servants of God and of Jesus. We are saying that we no longer want to be slaves to sin and our old way of life, but we want to live for God. Paul goes on to say, offer yourselves to God, so those who have been brought from death to life, for sin shall not be your master, because you are not under law, but under grace. So we can see that baptism actually is very powerful. It symbolises the fact that we have decided that we are going to change the way we live our lives. We are saying that our old way of life without God is wrong. And we are going to put that to death and instead live our lives entirely for God, following him, which is described as being alive to God. Paul says towards the end of the chapter that once we have been baptised, we have been set free from sin and have become slaves to God. Paul also contrasts the fact that as Jesus was raised from the dead to live forever, so we, when we are raised out of the water, we too live a new life. Not immortal yet, but a new life even so, because it is a life lived for God. So baptism symbolises death and resurrection for a person who understands what it means. Who was baptised and when? In the Acts of the Apostle in the New Testament, the beginning of the first century church are described. There was a lot of persecution from the Jews who did not want their members converting to Christianity. And many people suffered terrible things 
But God was with the apostles and other people who spent many months travelling all over the ancient world preaching and telling people about God. We have many descriptions of discussions and speeches and arguments that Paul and other apostles gave. And at the end of them, people were convinced by what Paul is saying and asked what should be done. Always the answer is repent and be baptised. Acts 2.38 is the first example. Peter preaches to a large crowd in Jerusalem who asked what they should do. Peter's answer is clear. Repent and be baptised, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. The Apostle Paul, prior to his conversion, was a fanatical Jew who persecuted the Christians and tortured them. Jesus appeared to him on a journey and he was converted and immediately he was baptised. Acts 9 verse 18. Peter baptised Cornelius and his friends after spending some time talking to them about Jesus. Acts 16 verses 14 and 15. The man who put Paul and Silas in prison in Philippi was baptised after hearing Paul's preaching. Acts chapter 16 verses 32 and 33. Many people in Corinth were baptised after they heard Paul preaching. Acts 18 and verse 8. All of these people were adults when they were baptised. And we can see that they were baptised after they had understood the message that was being preached to them. Nowhere do we read of children being baptised. And nowhere do we read of people being baptised before understanding the message of God. So should I be baptised? If you have been christened when you were a child, then I think it is fair to say that you had no understanding of God or how your sins needed to be forgiven. Your christening did not have the same symbolic meaning that baptism has in the Bible. So it would be fair to say that act would not have resulted in your sins being forgiven. Maybe you were baptised as an adult in another church, but again, did you understand the reason you were being baptised? And did you understand the message of the Bible to know what you were doing? This might be a, a difficult question for you to answer, but it is important to realise that baptism is vital because otherwise we cannot be sure that our sins are forgiven. Personally, I would not take the risk. Even Jesus was baptised, not because he had any sins to be forgiven, but to set us an example of what we should be doing. So many times in the Acts we read of people being baptised as the first thing they do after learning the truth about Jesus and God. There appear to be important teachings which should be accepted and understood before baptism, just as Paul preached to people in the first century before they were baptised. And as Jesus says, Whoever believes and is baptised will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. So if you believe, you need to be baptised in order to be saved. You will not be baptised into the Christadelphian church, you will be baptised into Jesus. You will become a brother or sister of Jesus and will then be able to join the Christadelphian church if you wish. 
you will know that your sins have been forgiven and that each time you sin from now on, you can ask for forgiveness and you will receive it. When you come up out of the water at baptism, you will rise to the rest of your life, a new life lived for God, alive for God. You'll be able to break bread and drink wine each week to remember what Jesus has done for you. And you will try to live your life for him. Serve him until Jesus returns and gives you a mortal life when you will sin no more. Perhaps you would like to read Galatians chapter 3 verses 26 to 29 to conclude. Thank you for listening. God bless. Thank you.